This is the Vegetarian Zen Podcast, episode number 106. Welcome to Vegetarian Zen, a peaceful place for vegetarians, vegans, and the veg curious to share tips for living a healthy lifestyle. Now sit back, relax, and prepare to get your veg on. Hey there, Veg Zeners. Welcome back to Vegetarian Zen. My name is Vicki. And this is Larissa. And in today's episode of the Vegetarian Zen Podcast, we're going to be getting ready for a 4th of July cookout. We're going to talk about all the great foods that you can grill besides meat, as well as some strategies for going to cookouts away from home, because that can be a little tricky. It's one thing if you're doing, thing from, doing that from home, because you have a little bit more control, but when you're going to somebody's house, kind of a few things you have to watch out for, right? Right. Yeah. I think it's even tougher than navigating like um, Thanksgiving or Christmas or something like that. I think things that are outdoors and on grills and all this stuff, I think that's harder. Yeah, and, we'll and talk we talk about that. Yeah, and we do have a couple of additions or tips from some of our listeners to share with you as well. So mm-hmm. we'll get into that in a bit. But first, a rating. Yes, we have a new rating. Yay. Yay. Uh, this was uh, left on iTunes on uh, May 31st of this year, 2015. And it's from it's from Rendog with like five Gs. So. <laughs> well, I think it's Rendog. Isn't that? No, I don't think so. I think it's Rendog. No, but you're you're elongating the A and the W. Oh, yeah, you're right. Okay. (laughs) So anyway, well, you know who you are. (laughs) And thank you. So uh, the uh, title of this review is Sunday Night Veg Zen. So she says, my husband and I listen to your show every night after dinner. You guys are insightful and knowledgeable. We look forward to every new episode and love learning new tips and tricks from you. And you know what? I said she says, but it could be a man. I was thinking that when you were reading that. Yeah. Thank you, Renda. Ren, <laughs> you know who you are. Yes, you are. You know, we really who you appreciate are. it. Thank you so much. Yeah. yeah. And I just want to add to that. I really appreciate you taking the time to spend a few minutes going out to iTunes and leaving us a rating because that helps other people find us. Mm-hmm. And especially because there's so many new podcasts coming out these days. I mean, everybody's coming out with a podcast, it seems, but we can get kind of lost in all of that. So every time we get a new rating, that helps people find us. So plus, it makes us really happy. We get stoked. Larissa <laughs> comes over and she's like, We got a new rating. <laughs> all right. So, and now we have a news update we do and this is really cool this is now it's summer so it's the time for kids to go to camp and do all those fun things right well there is a camp that features an all vegan menu and has activism activism workshops and this is really cool it's for ages 12 to 17 so right when kids are like you know, I think really, really ready to, to learn things like that. And, uh, well, they start to like have opinions, right? Yes, exactly. (laughs) That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, but this is, it's the youth empowered action summer camp and it really works to help kids understand and be advocates for social change. And it's been, so they talk about things like animal protection, gay rights, anti-racism, arts activism, and and other things like that. So, and I think it probably changes from season to season, depending on, you know, kind of what's going on. I would hope that it would. Uh, But it was founded in 2009 by Nora Kramer, who is a vegan activist. And it is in, let's see, California, Oregon, and New York. 
And then this year, they're having a special session that focuses exclusively on animal-related issues, and that will be in High Falls, New York, in August. That's really cool. That's good to hear something like that, especially in this. Did we say the name of the camp, by the way? I don't know that we did. Yeah, it's the um, Youth Empowered Action. Okay. Y-E-A. Yay. Yay. And um, yeah, no, I was going to say, I think that's so good to hear stuff like this going on, especially when we've had so much negativity going on in the news lately, right? It just seems like it's just one thing after another that's horrible. So it's really good to see somebody trying to, um, you know, get kids involved in things like this. Right. And then on top of all that good stuff, they do have an all vegan menu. They use local fair trade and organic food. And uh, then so they've got that too. So I mean, that just teaches kids about so much more than just the activism part of it. You know, it also teaches them healthy eating and all kinds of stuff like that. So I think that's awesome. Yeah. And if you're interested, we will have a link in the show notes. Yep. Okay, are we ready to get into the main topic? Let's grow. All right. Now, as we talked about at the very beginning of this show, there are some differences between hosting your own cookout and attending someone else's. And I will say the latter is far trickier (laughs) than the former because at at home you're in control. You decide what's going to be served. I think that you, you know, you have, so you have the ability to be able to say, you know, we're not having meat. It's an all vegetarian, all vegan that can be a little tricky. I think that, uh, you, you know, depending on family members, I, one of the things that Larissa and I forfeited when we um, became vegetarians was having Thanksgiving at the house. Mm-hmm. It was kind of awkward because we didn't, while we didn't mind if others were eating because we don't judge, you know, eating turkey, I should say, we didn't we weren't going to cook it. We weren't mm-hmm. going to buy it. And well, and we should, I should say um, that we did it for 10 years. We had, that's right. We had it at 10 years. And that's why I said we forfeited that over to my brother because they can kind of, well, he has a bigger house and he has, he can kind of fit all the familia in Mm -hmm. there. And then plus he's got the, you know, the turkey. Yeah. They'll cook the turkey. And I mean, yeah, for 10 years I cooked the turkey and we did all the, you know, all of that. So we just don't do that anymore. And and they were fine with that. In fact, Kimmy loves to entertain. So, and she's very good at it. So I think, yeah, our sister-in-law. And, and um, so I think she was happy to kind of take that over. So when you're a guest though, you really can't say stuff like, I don't want meat on the grill because uh, that's everybody else's it's not your grill. Meat, right? It's not your grill to, to dictate that. Yeah. So let's talk about some tips for being a guest at a cookout. Okay. And these are, you know, some of these are things that we've talked about before in other situations. Like when we did our episode on Thanksgiving and we've, we've talked about holidays, we've talked about uh, just kind of letting the host know ahead of time and not in a confrontational way, not in a, you know, hey, I don't eat meat, so you need to do this, that, and the other, but just kind of contact them, especially, I mean, now, if it's someone that you're really close to who knows you really well, then you probably won't have to say as much. Yeah, like my brother and yes. sister-in-law. I mean, yeah. they're so good about that, too. They usually even have something for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kimmy always goes out of the way to make sure we have something that we can eat, but just you might want to just ask ahead of time about the grill situation for one thing. So how big is the grill that they have? How much of it is going to be used for meat? Well, will there be a separate place, a little like corner of it where you can put like a a veggie patty or some vegetables or something? And I just come out with it. I mean, depending if it's my friend. So if it's a good friend of mine, first of all, all my friends know I'm a vegetarian. So but they might not know 
with all of the their best uh, what am I intentions. intentions with all of their best intentions. They just might know not know that it's not cool to put the veggie patty on the meat where the meat just was, right? Because you're mm-hmm. still getting the meat and right. you don't want that. Right. So they just might not know. So mm-hmm. if it was a good friend of mine, I would just say, hey, you know, do you have something like a separate pan or something I can put my stuff on because I really don't want it, you know, on the meat. Mm-hmm. If it's a good friend of mine or my family, I'm, I'm really comfortable. Now, if you're a guest of a guest, right? So right. if it was like one of my friend's friends that was inviting me over, that's a little trickier. And quite honestly, I kind of default to just bring in my own stuff. Something that, yeah, something that's already cooked that you don't have to put on the grill. Uh, if, right. if you're not sure. Well, of course, as a guest, I would ask, what can I bring? Right. And and I might even mention, you know, I'm I'm a vegetarian, I'm a vegan, and I plan on bringing this. Does that sound like something would fit in with what you're cooking? Mm-hmm. If not, I can make something else. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But which obviously isn't meat. <laughs> right. Well, and I would, uh, yeah, I would definitely bring along just a like a side dish that everybody can enjoy anyway, and then maybe bring your own, you know, uh, veggie patty that's already cooked or something that you cook at home and yes. just bring that with you, but definitely bring something that everybody can share. Um, the other thing that might be an option is you might want to consider bringing along your own s- small, one of those little portable grills with you and just, you know, so we have one, I mean, we, I think we've used it just a couple times when we went to the river or something, but just one of those small round grills and you can just put a few coals in there and, and uh, let that, uh, serve for your grill so you don't have to worry about meat being on it. Yeah, and again, I think that just depends on the situation. Mm-hmm. That might yeah, be awkward with somebody you don't know. <laughs> no, yeah, no, definitely. You I wanna, just grill it at home. You don't want to show up <laughs> with your own like grill. Your own, your here's own my own smoke. Here's, your, here's my smoker. Uh, <laughs> with a trailer carrying a smoker. <laughs> um, how many vegetables are you eating? Uh, and then, uh, yeah, as you were saying, Vicky, don't assume that your host will know what you do and you don't eat. Uh, And then also don't be offended if you've told them before and they don't remember. Yeah. And that's why I said there's subtle ways you can say that. Like I would just say, Hey, you know, just, uh, just, you know, I'm a vegetarian. I'm bringing this great, awesome vegetarian salad or something. Is there anything else that I can bring that other people? And would would you mind if I bring a veggie patty? Right. All right. So Danielle Freed had some awesome tips that she left on our Facebook page. Uh, So one of the things that she said that she does is she always brings three to five black bean patties to put on the grill when she goes somewhere. Oh, that's a great idea because, and she also added here that inevitably somebody else wants one to try. And that's awesome because you're kind of promoting that too, right? <laughs> right. I mean, without being pushy and saying everybody should have these, you know, it's right. like, because they do, they're good. Yeah. So. Yeah. And I, no, I think that's a really good idea is just to bring a few extra. And then if no one wants one, then just take it home. <laughs> yeah. Um, the other thing she offered was about uh, um, always bringing a really great knot tofu side dish so non-vegetarians and vegans are scared of tofu <laughs> boo yeah right <laughs> what is so, that it's yeah tofu. they are i mean i don't know yeah it, it's true and yeah. i think that you have an opportunity if you look at it this way to really turn people on to some good vegetarian vegan food i know that at work uh i am one but ve- i am one of three primarily plant-based i say that because of course i'm fully plant-based but there's a an admin assistant in our area that kind of eats plant-based sometimes, but she'll bring vegan and veg mm-hmm. stuff, and sometimes people eat it, and they have no idea it's considered vegan or vegetarian, 
And what a great way to introduce people to that stuff. Because a lot of times I think all we eat is salad or tofu or weird things or bland (laughs) things, you know, and so it's a great opportunity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then the other the other thing that uh, Danielle said is that she always brings a fruit salad because it's something that most people like, and there's really unless you you know marinate your fruit in chicken broth or something. I mean, there's kind of a hard way to make well, that, and especially after all the bad food non- that's around. Yeah, they'll like they can justify offsetting that with some fruit. Fruit. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I had a a 12 pack of beer, but I had some fruit. <laughs> right. <laughs> and if you wanted to be bold, you can even make like a cashew cream or something to go on the side of it and just not mention that it's not, you know, cool whip and just kind of see what people think. All right. I know we had another listener tip or from Tammy Ulrich, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she's a certified personal trainer. She left a, a couple of really long messages on our Facebook page, which was really great. It was great to read. So I've kind of, uh, boiled them down to the essential points that Tammy made. So, and this is something that's a really good idea. She said to bring your own cooking supplies. So serving spoons, spatulas or tongs, whatever you need to, you know, serve your your dishes or maybe flip your burger on the grill or whatever. Hey, that's a great idea for like a kit to sell or something. Yeah. Like a, a vegan, vegetarian, Fourth uh, of July survival kit. <laughs> right exactly and you can have it in like you a carry up, case yeah so, you open yeah. it up and it's just like spatula tongs <laughs> portable grill you can put your name on or, or they're all labeled vegetarian or something um it's a really good idea uh, and and then the other thing she said is maybe bring a, a roll of foil too just in case your vegetables end up on a grill that's, you know, shared with Ooh, meat, good idea. then you don't have to worry about if you just put some foil down under your vegetables or your your patty, you don't have to worry about them coming in direct contact with a grill that has meat on it or that's has had a great meat on idea. It. Yeah, it really is. And then uh, she also said that when you have your specific vegetable or vegetarian or vegan serving utensils, Put them right next to your dish or in your dish already when you're setting everything up so it's clear that they're for that dish. All right, so let's move into some tips for hosting a cookout or just grilling for yourself and your immediate family. Right, so it doesn't it doesn't have to be, I mean, a lot of times in the summer, it's just us, right? Right, even though we haven't whipped out the grill in a while. Well, we've had a lot of rain. It's yeah, it's hard been to really rainy. Them. It's yeah. raining right now. But this, so these apply to whether you're, it's just you or in your family, or if you're having like larger family or just, you know, friends, neighbors, whatever. So if your group includes both plant-based eaters and meat eaters, definitely have designated spots on the grill for each type of food. And, you know, if you're not comfortable cooking meat, which I'm not, uh, yeah, yeah, then, you know, make sure that you ask the meat eaters to be in charge of cooking their own. And I mean, I don't think that that's a bad thing to do. It's not like you're asking them to come into your house and like clean it or do dishes or something. It's just something that, you know, you're letting them know it's okay to bring it, but I just don't want to cook it. No, I don't think that's being too judgy. And I think Mm -hmm. it's, it depends on your family too. So all, you know, this is, we're thinking about our family when we Mm -hmm. think about this. So I have, I can totally see my brother, not even 
or my brother-in-law or, you know, anybody not batting an eyelash and Mm -hmm. going, no, of course we understand. So of course it depends on your situation as to whether this tip is going to work for you or not. And also I I will say, I don't know that I necessarily, another thing to consider is how comfortable are you with meat on your grill? Right. Because my my grill actually used to have meat on it because we used to, it's an older grill Mm -hmm. and I've had meat on it before, but I don't know that I'd be wanting meat on the grill now. Right. Right. And that and that's the thing when it's your house, it's your rules and in a nice way, you know, mm-hmm. but if it's something that you have decided no meat, then just put that out there when you send out an invitation or or bring your own. Yeah. I, you know, I'd rather than already bring your prepared. Own stuff. Right. 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 Um, and that's perfectly fine. You know, I mean, you don't want to be all snotty about it but <laughs> but, no, but it's, it's your, your house it's your yeah. house right yeah and then the other another good tip is to have lots of sides and snacks that are vegetarian friendly and that kind of goes back to i think what we were talking about earlier is that there what your your admin assistant does is that she brings a lot of things that are just naturally vegetarian or vegan and it's but it's stuff that people already like yes and i think that makes it a lot easier yeah, and it's not like it doesn't look like some non-vegetarian and vegans would call weird food. You know, it doesn't mm-hmm. look like that at all. It looks like cookies or it looks like muffins or whatever. Exactly. So those are just a few tips for if you're if you're hosting. Okay. Now we did have another suggestion suggestion from a listener, and that was Christina Ann. Mm-hmm. And so now she mentioned we're talking about stuff that you can take. Okay. Or you can grill right at your at your house. You can right. take out, or you can grill at your house. Right. So Christina Ann suggested veggie fajitas. Yum. Those are so good. Who doesn't love that? I mean, I, that is awesome. And I just love the fact that she included mushrooms. So she says peppers, onion, mushrooms, zucchini, asparagus. I've never had asparagus in in. Uh, no. I've had broccoli. In but my favorite fajitas. restaurant here, yeah. which is about less than four miles away from our house, great food, but does not have mushrooms in their veggie fajitas. That's like yeah. a really common thing. So I'm calling you out. You know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> and I've even, and, well, and I've even told them. I've yeah. even, you and know, And we went to another it. restaurant and they did. And they did. And mm-hmm. they were really good. Uh, but I just love mushrooms. And I think that it really helps to fill it out, you know. So I was happy to see that Christina put mushrooms in and her fajitas. And of course, fajitas. avocado for me. Mm-hmm. Not and, for you. And salsa. You don't like and, avocado. No. And uh, pico de gallo, and I just made some awesome pico de gallo from tomatoes from our friend Sarah, and then um, jalapenos, jalapenos from me, and then onions and lime and cilantro is really good. Well, you said it was really good. I don't like it. So. I love it. Very good and good for you. <laughs> and that's you know, speaking of that, that's that's a way to use up stuff that you have in your garden. If you, if you have a garden that like uh, our friend Sarah grows uh, tomatoes, she grows squash. She, she, she brings Vicky these giant uh, yellow squash. I mean, huge things. And so that's a really good way to make sure you're using all of the vegetables that you're growing is to put them on the grill. Definitely. And you can, you you can kind of reheat those too. Mm Mm-hmm. Provided you don't overcook them to begin with. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then there's homemade veggie burgers and fries or baked potato on the grill. Baked potato on the grill is awesome. Mm-hmm. It's really good. We have, And corn. corn. Corn on the grill. Yes. Larissa loves that. Oh, Vicky makes the best grilled corn. So how do you do it? You just... it's uh, So you soak the corn for about 
I think, 15 minutes in ice water. In the husk. In the husk. Just peel back the husk and take out the silk. Right. right? And then you put them on uh, the grill. Now, you don't want like flames coming out of the grill. You want it to be like a good... I, I usually let the grill heat up for about 15, 20 minutes. And then... On each side, like think about the corn in quarters and rotate it like 15 minutes, 15 minutes each side. And that's it. And oh, it's so very good. good. And then you, when you pull back that, the husk gets all crispy, but then you pull that back and there's just where the corn has kind of peeked through the husk. It's just like little char on a few of the, the uh, kernels. And then you put some earth balance on it or some butter and you put, I put the lime salt, like beer salt um, that you put in your beer. And oh, it's so good. Very good. And then grilled pineapple is another thing that Christina suggested. And that is really good. All right. Let's talk about Tammy's favorite foods on the grill. So what she said is that hers are usually pretty simple. And so she mentioned corn on the cob as well. So how she does hers is with olive oil or with butter, if you eat that, and salt and then and pepper and then just wrap it in foil. So I'm assuming that those are shucked. So you take the, the husk off and then just wrap it in foil, tightly in foil, put it on the grill. All right. And then there's fruit and veggie skewers. Now, we just tried fruit recently. Well, last summer. Oh, last summer. <laughs> but... but that was really good. And we did strawberries and pineapple, right? Yes. Now, the only thing you have to watch out for is some cook faster than others. So, and especially with the like sugar from some of the fruit, that can impact that. So, mm-hmm. you just want to make sure you're keeping an eye on that. But it is really good. Really mm-hmm. good. Oh, what if you put like on a skewer, if you put like strawberries and pineapple with like uh, the vegan marshmallows in between? I don't think we had the marshmallows, but I know we put strawberries and pineapple. Mm-hmm. But what so if you put marshmallows in that between? That, I think, would be good. I think it would. Yeah. And then you could, like, slide it off onto uh, graham crackers with some chocolate. <laughs> 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 then you can waddle <laughs> off to bed. <clears throat> All right. And we already talked about baked potatoes. Now, what about flatbread pizza? We I haven't, haven't made that. No, we haven't tried that, but I would really love to do that. I think that would be so good with the, the, the bread on the grill where it gets charred on the bottom. And then like, um, again, you could put like all your fresh vegetables from your garden on top of that. I think that would be really good. All right. And then now we have not made this, but we have tried this and this is jackfruit. So we had jackfruit at a burgers and beer event a few weeks ago. And it was really good. She put some barbecue sauce, which we probably could have done a little bit better on the barbecue sauce, quite honestly. But it was really good, mm-hmm. and we had never had that, and I wanted to try it because I'd seen pictures of it on other vegetarian and vegan websites, and I have to say, I think that's that's something I want to try. Yeah, and Tammy, what Tammy said here is that she has that on her list of, of favorites, and she said something that's really true is that it really has the consistency of like shredded pulled pork. Well, and when we were at that event, we ran into a couple of friends and one of them said, oh, I thought you guys were vegetarians. And we said, we are. And she said, well, you're eating pork. We're stuffing our faces. Yeah, yeah, we're eating this burger that looks and she's like, that's pulled pork. And she's like, do you eat pork? And we're like, no, Mm -hmm. this is jackfruit. And because it looks exactly Mm -hmm. like pulled pork. It really does, especially when you get the sauce on it and everything. So definitely as soon as I can find some jackfruit uh, at the store, then I'm going to try that. Okay, so let's round out this episode with some of our favorites. And I think we've talked about them, but just to kind of sum them up. Yeah, so these are ours, the ones that we do. So your awesome corn, right? 
and then uh, marinated grilled vegetables. And we have on our website a really good red wine marinade recipe. And I'll link to that in the show notes. But I use that one a lot when I'm marinating vegetables. And it's um, it's not like really sweet, but it's not like really um, overpowering. It just gives it a really, really good flavor. And then the other thing that we've tried before, which I really liked and you did too, was grilled eggplant parmesan. Yes. It very, came out really, really well. It did. I think I still could have done a little bit better because as a recall, trying to, some of the challenge comes from knowing how fast things cook mm-hmm. when they're on the grill. So it, I overcooked it, I think, just a little bit more than I would have wanted to, but I, I'm I'm going to try that again. And that, sure. yeah, we we definitely need to try that again this summer because that was I think the first summer after we became vegetarian. So we were kind of figuring out how to grill vegetables. Yeah, and, and we should add that when we do some of the stuff, we're definitely going to post those on our mm-hmm. Instagram page. Oh, by the way, if if this good kind of plug for our Instagram page, <laughs> we've been a lot more active on there. So if you have a an IG account, <laughs> as the kids call it. <laughs> the kids. The kids. If you have an IG account, you might head out there and look for us just at Vegetarian Zen is mm-hmm. our, is our, uh, yeah. our handle. <laughs> handle. Man, right. you're so hip. I know. <clears throat> it's the uh-huh. wine. I think it's making me hip. <laughs> I, okay, you think that. Go right In ahead my head. and think that. <clears throat> All right. So those are just some of our favorites. And then I think we already talked about the fruit, the pineapple. Love and, it. Um, well, the next thing I want to try fruit-wise is peaches. Mm, interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That that sounds like it would be good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen that. I think it would be really good. So speaking of peaches, our recipe of the week is I when I was looking for a recipe this week, I wanted something that was kind of like a classic 4th of July or summertime, you know, barbecue or, or picnic recipe. And I was looking for, I was like, okay, well, apple pie. Okay, that's boring. So then I found this one, which is kind of a, not, it's not pie, but it's very, very um, American, I guess. And it's the uh, cobbler. So I found a vegan recipe. It's brown sugar, peach, blueberry cobbler. Yum. And it uses, instead of butter, it uses coconut oil. And then instead of uh, milk for like the crust, it uses almond coconut milk. Nice. So, so you can I, make some? Well, not with, not with the coconut for me, but I would make <laughs> some for you. Awesome. <laughs> and again, we'll take a picture of that. Right. Okay, so let's move into the quote of the week, and I will take that. And the quote this week comes from Pippa Middleton. And do you know who that Pippa. is? No, I do not. I didn't either. I had to look it up. Wait, that um, sounds is, familiar. Is that a character in a book? No. Oh. <laughs> You're thinking of Pippi Longstocking. No, it was not. Um, <laughs> no, uh, it's actually Kate Middleton's sister. You oh, know, okay. The, you know, uh, the yeah, princess the, Yeah, the person. princess. Okay. Yeah. So we don't follow this All stuff. All right, but, no. I don't watch the news. But no. okay. Quote of the week is, there is no real need for decorations when throwing a barbecue party. Let the summer garden and all its vibrant and luscious splendor speak for itself. That's cool. I love that. Very I cool. found that. I was like, I was Googling barbecue quotes and cookout quotes. And I was getting all these ridiculous things. And then I saw that. I was like, That's very perfect. cool. All right. Well, I think that does it for our episode this week couple of ways you can support the show. Uh, First of all, heading out to our website and clicking on our favorite products uh, tab at the very top of the page. And we have an Amazon store where we 
uh, have listed a bunch of the stuff that we talk about throughout the episodes. Now, these are things that we use, mm -hmm. so or have used in the past. It just depends, but. Um, you know, that's a good, what, what happens is those are affiliate links. And when you go out to the store and you click on one of those, Amazon will kick, kick us back a couple of bucks at no extra cost to you. Mm -hmm. So that's one way. And the other thing is if you add anything to that order, we also get a couple of bucks kicked back to us for that. <laughs> so let's see. How else can they support the show, Larissa? One really good way is by leaving a comment on the website. So if you go to the show notes for this episode, episode 106, you can go scroll down to the bottom and you'll see a question. And the question this week is, do you have any summer food traditions, uh, holiday or otherwise? That's awesome. And it really helps us too if you go out to our website and leave a comment because again, Google likes that and they like to see us. Just like when we talk about leaving ratings on iTunes, Google likes that and it likes to see that people are interacting with our website. Mm -hmm. So people will find us and exactly. we get stoked. So that's another way. And then, uh, as Vicki mentioned at the beginning of the show, if you find value in our podcast and you think it's five star worthy, well, if we'd like, we'd love to have more five star ratings from our listeners. So if you haven't left a rating and review yet, uh, head on over to iTunes and uh, click on leave a review, and then we'll read for all of our five star ratings on the show. All right, I think that does it for our episode this week. Until next time, peace out. Bye. Thanks for joining us today on Vegetarian Zen. We've created a free resource for you to show you five ways to sneak more fruits and veggies into your diet. You can download it right now by visiting vegetarianzen.com. Until next time, wishing you a happy body and a healthy mind.